everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of Working on the Dad Pod. I am Ethan, and this is Alex. Um, and we're just going to get right into things. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about uh, morning routines. But as usual, we're going to start with our uh, highs and lows. So Alex, uh, what was your high and high this week? Well, my, my high was actually um, pretty awesome. My daughter, she is scared of everything. She can psych herself into being scared of just about anything. You give her enough time and enough bandwidth, she can be scared of riding a bike with training wheels that she's going to fall off it. She can be scared of dunking her head underwater in a pool. And so on Tuesday morning, she spends the day with my mother-in-law and they like to go to playgrounds around us. And so we were going to, we've been, there's a lot of playgrounds around us between me and my mother-in-law uh, who lives about 20 minutes away. And so we've been trying to switch it up right? So that she doesn't get fatigued because she seems to get bored with the same spot. So I recommended this one playground that we hadn't been to for like two years. And the reason we hadn't been there was because it's a, a very intricate playground, but it's got like a jungle gym that's made entirely out of like ropes that you can climb or like bands. It's got rock walls. It's got three-story tube slides. Like it's intense. And we took her there as a two-year-old and she couldn't do any of it. It wasn't because she was scared. It's because she was two. And it was also because we took her on a Saturday morning. And so there were a bunch of like 10 and 11 year old little boys Dude, who I were acting them. like they, they were acting like they were, yeah, they were acting like they were stunt doubles in a Marvel movie. Right. They're the worst. And just, we have big kids at our playground. They every time they come, I mean, I've legitimately seen like 13 and up guys just like at our local playground where the toddlers are playing, like jump the fence to impress the girl they're with. And I'm like, Buddy, that fence is like three feet high. I, I don't know if 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 that's what's going to do it for. Her. But so we did. We hadn't taken her back for those reasons. But a Tuesday morning, it was really chill. We're driving into the parking lot, and she's like, "Dad, I'm scared." No shocker. I said, "What are you scared of?" And she said, "I'm really scared of like the jungle gym and the rock walls and doing all that stuff." And I was like, "Okay, here's the deal. All those things start off really close to the ground." You take one step onto the rock wall, then you take another. And if you're not feeling it, you can reach back down to the ground. Same with the jungle gym, right? And so do those things, but try them. Because if you're just going to stand there scared of them, you'll never know if you could do it or not. So at least try. Just give it a try. And she's like, okay, I think I'll try. About an hour and a half later, I get a text from my mother-in-law. And she's like, your daughter has done everything. She's tried everything and she has rocked it. And she decided awesome. that she was going to get up and do every single thing on there. And she came back to me later that evening and she was like, dad, I tried, I tried it and I was able to do it and I did so much. And so I was really, really proud of her for, you know, cause that's what I always tell her. It's just, it's just try. That's, yeah. What's the worst that's, that can happen? That's great. That's an awesome high, man. Uh, uh. Big, How about you? Big applause. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so uh, last Saturday, um, so this is actually from not nine days ago. Uh, we are recording um, live during Game Four as my Lakers are about to lose. But we Andrew are, Graves Dodgers. Hey, don't don't yeah, forget about that. We got a little true. personal stake in this Braves, high stakes regular Dodgers. season game. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, last Saturday, uh, my wife. Uh, came home from work and I'm normally doing Saturday solo dad duty and sure. uh, but she had a uh, she had a stomach bug which I later got three days later or uh, mm. which I then got three days later but um, so I ended up having a solo dad night as well 
And mm-hmm. um, in in a moment of haste, I just kind of kept saying, "Girls," uh, and uh, and I've got a three and a half year old and an almost nine month old, so one of them yeah. just didn't really understand it all. You're really only but, speaking to half your audience. <laughs> yeah, really, just half. So I just said, "Hey, uh, Daddy's got this tonight. We are skipping showers and baths right after dinner. We are going uh, right into our bedtime routines." And then uh, we're going to do our thing. And weirdly, both girls were asleep an hour before they normally go, go to sleep. Okay. So I had a okay. Saturday night to myself. And yeah. you know, little did I know that what we, what, what we thought was food poisoning was actually going to become a stomach bug I later got. But yeah. in those, those three hours, oof, man, you were king. I, I watched Fast 9 by myself. I watched a movie by myself. Well, That's first amazing. Time in like three and a half years. It was. I mean, it was definitely the, a high. Yeah, the nights you can pull off like the dad thing that society, let alone your partner, doesn't think you can sure. pull off are are pretty great. I had that where I've I've had a couple nights where I put our son down and he only goes down nursing, right? Like right. at bedtime. And I've had some nights mm-hmm. where my wife hasn't been here because I've been like, get out of the house. Put him sure, down yeah. without it. And she's like, how's it going? Is everything okay? I'm like, he's been asleep for 30 minutes. I'm on the couch watching TV. We're good. Right, right. Exactly. And no, you just, great, you man. you feel like, yeah. Let me brush the shoulder off I, there. Yeah. And then uh, my low, I'm uh, not too proud about this. Uh, the other night, uh, I it was my night to do shower um, with the girls and uh, the older one wasn't uh wasn't behaving kept saying she wanted to get out of the shower but we haven't gotten the conditioner out of her hair and in a moment of (laughs) very uncoolness i just took the water and sprayed her in the face not quite waterboarding at all but it definitely (laughs) made her and it was it was a low moment for me because um you know i made her sad but uh yeah the, the shower ended so that's a low i'm not proud of it um but hey we all make mistakes and uh, I'm at least gad enough to admit that I made one. Uh, what about yeah, you? And then we'll get into so, today's topic. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just you just got to get it done. And on, in that same note, we were doing a nighttime cleanup. It was actually the night before my daughter conquered an entire playground. But um, we're doing cleanup, and it's you know the normal routine of you got to pick up your toys, right? We we got to mm-hmm. pick up the toys because we don't want them all in the floor and all that kind of stuff she was fighting me and she was throwing stuff and it was just, she wasn't having a great time. And in a moment of frustration, I didn't raise my voice. It was the same tone I was talking with you. And I said, Hey, you're being a butt right now. Mm. Like, and that's all I said. I said, you're being a butt. And she broke down. She broke down. That's that's the hard B man. It is. But you know, and I I just, it was, it was me venting my frustration, but she broke down. She ran to my wife and they ended up, sitting in the kitchen for whatever reason, talking, my wife calming her down because she was, her response was not proportionate to what I had said. Uh But my wife gets to talking to her. And apparently that day at school, she had had one of her classmates call her a name. And Mm. I don't remember what the name was. It was way lower on the totem pole than butt. And it definitely wasn't something as bad as like poopy head or anything else that a four-year-old can came up with. I want to say it was like, it was like flower face or something that kind of innocuous. But what happened next is her best friend in class laughed and that ruined her day. 
And so, so for me to come in there, a little bit of PTSD. Yeah. And so yeah. I felt really bad. I didn't feel that bad about calling her a butt, but I did feel bad that I had like piled on to, you know, again, it's her trauma. She can deal with that how she wants to. She's four years old, true, but true. I felt bad that I'd piled on to it, you know? Yeah. You, you never want to accidentally uh, trigger, but it's also a learning experience because now sure. you know that, um, that you might not want to call a name because maybe they were called a name. Well, and you know, it's a learning process, but also it's a learning process. Yeah. yeah and, and figuring out better ways. And I mean, it's something I've always worked on, but figuring out better ways to channel my frustration of like saving it for later. Um, right. You know, like going and punching a throw pillow later, if that's what, <laughs> sure, sure. that's what it takes. Yeah. I like, I like the pillow scream. Uh, yeah. <laughs> speaking of pillow screaming, Let's uh, let's get into today's topic, uh, morning routines. So uh, how about that transition? <laughs> yeah, right? That, that's, uh, that, was, that was slick. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So uh, as we've uh, touched on before, uh, if you're new to us, um, my wife uh, goes to work um, Tuesday through Saturday and leaves before the girls uh, wake up. So uh, preschool routine is, uh, is on me. And uh, once uh, my wife went back to work after uh, maternity leave with our second daughter, it was the first time um, one of us would be doing uh, would be doing drop off alone. So normally we were always uh, playing man defense, but this is the first time I had zone. So I was really <laughs> been trying to figure out uh, what what works and how how late can I sleep. But it also depends on when they wake up and just. The goal is to get the girls to school by not before nine fifteen when my older daughter's class has playground time. Otherwise, she has to sit in the room by herself with like the the teacher that stands for slackers or uh, uh, laggers. Yeah, so that's the <laughs> slackers. Um, but, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the parents are the slackers. It gets explained on the kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so that is that's kind of me setting the stage for y'all. Uh, we have now found a bit of a good rhythm in the sense that my older daughter really enjoys helping her younger sister get ready in the sense that she likes to be the one to get all the bottles. Uh, we send four bottles with our infant to, to school, get them in her, uh, her little insulated bag. Uh, she likes to also get her spoons because we just started puree solids. And really, she's the one that likes to uh, get her ready. And then she also really likes being told, watch your sister while I get these things done. And she takes as much time as she can to laugh and play and make her little sister laugh. However, there's a lot of aggressive love. So uh, there's a lot of me checking yeah. in to make sure she's not hugging her to death. Uh, so yeah. that's, that's kind of just where we've been. And uh, I want to share a story um, in a little bit, but it's really just hard when you have to create a routine but then you mm -hmm. also watch it evolve what's your what's your guys morning routine like so we ours ours has obviously evolved like yours because you know we went from one kid to two you know mm -hmm. um little little less recently than you but my son is 15 months old so it's only been a six month difference and i felt like when we just had my daughter it was a little bit easier. It was, a, you know, it was a lot smoother because you didn't have mm -hmm. to do all the things like 
for a while there, we, we had a couple of years where she was as self-sufficient as your older daughter. Right. And so she could do a lot of things to like eat her own breakfast very reliably. Um, but we have ours down like clockwork now. And so we, the kids wake up. My son usually wakes up between six and six thirty. My daughter usually wakes up between six thirty and seven. It's pretty reliable, like clockwork. We do a consistent bedtime with them, and they seem to wake up about the same time. Um, but what we started doing over the past three months, which is the time that my son's been in daycare, because we had this first year of his life where it was way more lackadaisical, right? Because right. Sure. he was at home with us and my daughter doesn't need to be at school until like nine or something, or we get her there at eight. I guess we had an early drop off. And so we just have to get her ready really and get a few things mm -hmm. for him to come with me to the gym. But then I'd work out at the gym with him in childcare and take him home. And it's like, I needed a snack for him and a change of diapers. And right. like that could be packed the night before. Yeah. And it wasn't a big Maybe deal. There were no crew. Yeah. Yeah, no perishable ingredients, right? Nothing involving ice packs or anything like that. But now we do, on Sundays, we prep all of the kids' breakfasts and lunches. So we have everything made for the entire week. My daughter goes three days a week. My son goes five days a week. So we have eight lunches and we have nine breakfasts because my daughter spends the night at my mother-in-law's on Wednesday night. So we have okay, all nice. of those things prepped and ready to go. And so we have these little boxes that we can just pull out. It's going to have like overnight oats and some fruit for them. Or my daughter gets to choose her menu on Sunday. And we've started having oh, cool. to have her. <laughs> yeah. She likes the autonomy of like, okay, do you want some cereal? Do you want oatmeal? Do you want yogurt? If I've made like blueberry oatmeal muffins or something, maybe I'll throw that in there as an option. And so she gets to choose her menu. And then basically – they get their box, they go to the table and they start eating it. My son's old enough that he can, for the most part, feed himself fairly well. He still uses his hands on oatmeal, which, but mm, yeah. he's still, you know, it's, it's just messy, but we've, we've sure. taken him down to, he sleeps in, he sleeps in his diaper. We have him in that same diaper. And so we just basically wipe him down. He's in nothing but the diaper and we just wipe him down right. after and then get him dressed. But then, after we do the breakfast, my wife's in charge of getting them ready. I'm in charge of everybody's food. Mm -hmm. So I'm in charge of getting everybody's breakfast ready. I'm in charge of, cause my wife is usually out working out um, mm -hmm. while the kids are up and starting their breakfast. Everybody sits down to breakfast around seven, then around seven thirty, she gets the kids dressed while I pack up lunches, get all the stuff in the car, get the kids off. We're out the door by seven forty-five, seven fifty to get to the gym at eight. Um, so it's pretty systemized, but we've had to do things like absolutely stuffing our fridge because like all those lunches and breakfast take up space. And so right, they gotta we, go somewhere. we definitely have to do that, but we have like these little organized bins. that's just like, okay, we've got baby boys lunch, got baby girls lunch. And it's like, okay, I just grab those, stick them in, grab an ice pack done. Right. And so that has helped us a lot by not having to make sandwiches, figure out, okay, did I get everything? You know, it's just like, okay, we've got everything contained. We grab the water bottles and we're out the door. Nice. So what you guys have done is the division of labor uh, split into two Fs. You've got the food and she's got the fashion. Right. That's what, right. nice. That's cool. 
Man, yeah. that's cool. Uh, a two on two. I uh, I really miss that kind <laughs> of uh, matchup. Yeah, we. Yeah. I, I love the idea of Sunday night meal prep for the whole week. That's awesome. Uh, I tend to make both lunches. When I say both lunches, I mean uh, my wife's lunch and my daughter's lunch uh, each night before school. And then it just, that seems to just be what works for us. And frankly, it's some of the only time that my wife and I have together while she is cleaning her pump parts and prepping the bottles and I'm doing the food. Yeah. And I think it's one of those deals where before the morning of, is the real key there. It's not like Sunday right. night's some magic thing. It's just like, we've got things going on on weeknights or we don't always feel like it, yada, yada, yada. So the beforehand I think is the key versus us ending up kicking it to the curb until the last minute and then having to do it in the morning and absolutely scrambling. Right. So it also sounds like you've also got it down in the sense that you've got stage one and stage two. You've got stage one is food, stage two is getting dressed. For me, it's one of those things where I've got both wake-ups. My older daughter wants to pick out the clothing of the younger daughter, and then uh, she has to pick out her own clothing. Uh, we've got teeth brushing. We've got uh, going potty. We've got doing breakfast, sometimes depending on when my infant nursed before my wife left. we I've got her bottle, and then however long that's taking her then however much you drank i have to refill so that she gets sent to school with the full stuff and then before you know it an hour's gone by i really want to say things are done but sometimes i forget things and i alluded yeah. earlier to a story that i just wanted to touch on this was yeah. about two months ago my younger uh my younger daughter uh was six about six months old just having a rough morning I'd say 90 minutes of on and off crying and Oof. I was losing my shizzle. And yeah. then I finally get the girls, both of them ready to go to school. We are at the door and my older daughter who I'd say 60% of the time uh, called my wife and I by her, by our first names. She looks at me and she says, Hey, Ethan. And I say, yeah. And she goes, you're a joke. Ninety minutes dealing with a crying baby, finally feeling a moment of release, and she just let me have it. And I had the saddest walk to preschool. And then everybody who worked at the school noticed, even with my mask on, that I looked distraught. And when I told them what happened, each and every one of them laughed and said, "That's so your kid." And I thought, "How about one of you just tell me I'm not a joke?" <laughs> uh, you know, alas, I've made it another two months, jokes and all. Yeah. I mean, so for us, one of the things that you actually mentioned about your older daughter wanting to pick out everybody's outfits, at one point in our process, we don't do it anymore because my daughter, I guess, has just gotten over the indecision phase and she's gotten pretty good at picking out what she wants. But for a while there, in addition to lunches and breakfasts, we'd have her pick out her outfits for the week. So she was committed to it. It's like, here's the Monday bin. Here's the Tuesday bin. Here's the Wednesday bin. And that way she has everything she needs. And she just grabs from the bin because they're at an age where they're self-sufficient enough for the most part to get themselves dressed. So that could be something that you could try to still give her the autonomy to choose, but have them laid out for your older daughter and your younger daughter 
ahead of time. And that way you're not having to wrangle a kid and get the other kid to make up their mind about how exactly, you know, and you know, you can also, when you're not in the heat of the moment in the morning, you can guide them and say, Hey, this is a, this is an absolutely atrocious fashion choice. Like I don't have a lot of fashion sense. Like I realized about 10 minutes before we were recording that I'm wearing the exact same shirt I wore on our last recording, even though it was like Uh, nine days ago, but you know, I'm a simple guy. Well, we are, this is a, this is a safe space for us to be dads. Spoiler alert, I'd never showered today, but you know what? I'm here. I put a hat on. Nobody needs to know how terrible my hair looks, but Hey, I'm supporting my team. All right. This is a safe space. There you go. I just I feel like I look like a Steve I look like Steve Jobs right now, you know, just the always well, always wearing the same thing. So yeah, but I but it was always navy or black or something. But I I, I gotta I, I'm making a mental note to change it for next time we record so that the entire feed isn't just me in this navy blue V neck that I think looks great, but maybe would you know, look a little you, weird if I'm you, always rocking it. You do, you do look good, but maybe you should set up a like a line of shirts since pants are optional when we do this podcast, you should do a sure. line of shirts where we, if we wanted to, like we were having a marathon recording night, we could just knock them out. Shirt, shirt, shirt. Oh yeah. I even thought there about night, but uh, we got a bit of a late start. Uh, but what I do, and that's a little bit of a, the behind the scenes podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're totes pros now. Um, yeah. But awesome. You know, like it sounds like just a, for us to sum, sum things up and just reach out us asking for advice maybe, or if you just needed to hear this and cause you're struggling with your morning routine, you know, it's a process. It's never going to be the same. Uh, not, it's not always man defense. Sometimes you're playing zone. And if there's anything that like really worked for you, kind of like how Alex talked about Sunday prep, both for fashion and food, or yeah. in my case, fighting through being called a joke by a three-year-old, you know, like you'll make it through. And if you have yeah. any ideas that were like processes that work for you, please let us know. And if this was helpful or completely a waste of your time, please let us know as well. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing you mentioned earlier was watching the process evolve, right? We went through a period of time where my daughter was absolutely terrible at like actually eating her breakfast. She'd just sit there and not eat, not eat. And they'd be like, okay, it's time to go get dressed. And so we had a period of time there where we just switched things up, where we said, okay, you're up, you get dressed. You don't get breakfast until you're dressed, right? And we deal with the ramifications right. of she spilled on herself. But then, and we started translating that to our moms because she sleeps over at one of our mom's house once a week, every week, just something they both like to do. And I really started- Living the dream. <laughs> Well, it started once we had a second kid and it was something they both offered, but I think it's just to make her feel like the one and only sometimes to give her a little bit more attention. But we translated to them. I'm like, if you've got somewhere you're trying to get her to be, get her dressed first and then do the eating because she's going to eat half of her breakfast and then want to snack an hour later, no matter what. If it's a day that ends in Y, that's what she's going to want. So like get her dressed because then you're ready to walk out the door at any point and you can just tell her, put the fork or spoon down. We got to go. Um, so there are a lot of ways that I, it's like, I think we spent way too much time trying to square peg in a round hole, you know, of like right. this is how it needs to be. We've decided the order and not like 
responding to how the kids are. And I'm sure our routine will change as our son gets more autonomy and wants to dress himself, but does a terrible job. Not to mention, like, we'll talk about it on another podcast, but we're probably coming up on potty training sooner rather than later. And so it's just there's getting meals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because there's there's a whole host of other issues that come up with other meals, whether that's dinner time or snacks or just feeling like you're not feeding your kids an absolute trash dumpster every day because that's the only thing they'll eat and you want them to have enough calories. So yeah. that's really funny. That's really funny you say that because our evo- another evolution of what we send my toddler to lunch. Uh, my wife just started calling it um, our toddler charcuterie board, where oh, yeah. we have uh, pretzels with uh, something called chickpea butter because uh, preschool is nut free and it honestly right. tastes just like peanut butter. It's excellent. We've got freeze dried strawberries so we got our fruit in there but my daughter loves crunchy and i looked at the ingredients it just says strawberry on it so i'm gonna assume she's getting her fruit we also have an organic fruit strip from whole foods not that i'm like endorsing them as a company but you know what it's like a fruit roll-up that tastes really sweet but honestly there's no sugar in it and it's all whole fruit and then we got rice cakes and we got uh you know um goldfish so she's got her dairy you know what I mean? So yeah. we got the baby charcuterie board. It's good. Yeah. I mean, and we do something similar, but we've, we've let our daughter have a little bit of input, but we, you know, we send our daughter, it's also a nut free school. So we just kind of mm-hmm. stay away from anything that would have peanut butter with our son for a little while. We were doing sunflower butter and we still have half a jar right. of sunflower butter. Um, I never tasted it, but it smelled like sunflower seeds, which I don't mind, but I kind of don't want mixed with jelly on my bread. Um, right, but right. she's recently gotten into a thing. We, we typically do Turkey as the lunch meat of choice because we send our kids to a, um, Jewish school, right. And they can't have any pork products so that rules out like ham and salami and bologna and a lot of other stuff, unless it's like hundred percent beef. And then you got to message the teachers and be like, Hey, by the way, this is a hundred percent, you know, a hundred percent beef hot dog or something like that. So, um, it's not real strict. It's just like. Yeah. Do they allow you to mix the uh, meat and dairy in the lunch? Uh, like, yeah, there's no like there's no problem with the meat. No, it's like the only rules okay. are no pork, no shellfish, which mm-hmm. I'm not going to send in a toddler's lunch anyway, and no peanut butter. No, no bacon or no, for lunch. Yeah, right? And so no tree nuts for the, the tree nut allergies. Man. And that's really the extent sure. of it, but it does limit that. So she gets a turkey sandwich, and recently she started requesting – your charcuterie board comment made me think of it like no bread, no mustard, just turkey with mayonnaise to dip it in. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need you to have the bread. I don't need you to have the mustard. Just eat your egg yolk sauce with your turkey. (laughs) Like, Yeah. Protein style. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I guess she's uh, keto now. And then she downs like a whole bag of like pirate's booty. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, pirate's booty. Big or puff as we call them are a big hit in our house as well yeah i mean we we cycle through we just recently got uh last this weekend we got a big box of veggie straws uh you've seen these little things we got the veggie straws shockingly not that much veggie in them they're mostly potato but i don't care when i'm substituting them for pretzels or pirate's booty and my daughter has already down like three bags in the two days we've had them i'm like 
you're going to get sick of these and we've got 30 of them. So I need you to pace yourself. She's, she's not my, uh, my kids, uh, been having veggie straws and or veggie chips since, uh, for like two years straight. And, uh, my, my kid is kind of, uh, OCD and anal like me where she must be given roughly the same amount of green, uh, yellow and pink ones because she gets really mad if she's like why are they only green and yellow it's like well you ate all the pinks when you miscalculated your rations the other day but that's (laughs) maybe ocd is another topic for another night Um, yeah but yeah kids pickiness uh, yeah so uh alex you want to take us home yeah sure uh thanks guys for tuning in Um, As always, if you have any questions or comments, the best place to leave them is in the comment section on YouTube. So if you're watching this, just drop a comment below. If you're listening, you can find us on any of uh, your major podcast platforms. Um, And you can always find us on social media. Uh, We've got the social media handles in the bottom of the show notes here. Um, So if you've got any questions, hit us up on YouTube, hit us up on social media. Our DMs are open. Uh, So Thanks for working on the dad pod with us. Bye guys.